With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Glad to, excuse me, glad to have you here on the radio show. Jimmy is my name. Pleasured, pleased, thrilled, and uh, I'm just tingly to be here. I really am glad to have you here on the show. If you're new to the program, my name is Jimmy, and uh, I'm here for the next four hours. And then we make way for the big dogs of talk radio, the little chihuahua, Jimmy Lakey, behind the microphone, waiting for the arrival of Clay Travis and Buck Sexton and then Sean Hannity, all the big names. And I'm just a little bitty tiny name out there just doing my very best to uh, do the Lord's work for four hours behind a microphone. I'm behind a microphone. You're in front of the speakers the way the good Lord intended it to be. It's hump day, halfway till Friday, November the 29th, final Wednesday of the month of November in the year of 2023. And if you're listening to the show on a different time or a different uh, date than that, uh, that's called because you're maybe stumbled across a podcast in a drunken stupor on the iHeartRadio app and you found me. I hello from there. Uh, maybe you're listening to a rerun or what we call a best of show that's contractually required. We know it's a rerun. Uh, it just means it's uh, <laughs> too cheap to bring in a substitute uh, guest, and so we uh, uh, run a rerun. But they call them best of. It's in the contract. Can't hurt Lakey's ego, so you got to call it a best of show. But if you've listened to the show very often, you know that is probably uh, an overstatement. Best of. <clears throat> probably an overstatement. Uh, good to have you here on the show. It is a, I don't, I'm going to start with a serious story. Very serious story. No, it really is. Uh, because it's interesting, I, I get yelled at sometimes. Jimmy, you've been talking football a lot this football season. Well, I love football. I used to coach the football kids, and I like it. And it's fun fun to observe, and we don't talk. We don't really talk the X's and O's. We just kind of have talked about various programs and uh, the turnaround of the Broncos and <laughs> Deion Sanders. And, and we, we've talked about that kind of stuff. Haven't necessarily dove into the uh, X's and O's, so it's not like we're doing it. You're not doing a sports show, I know. We'd be talking about trade deadlines and things like that. So, uh, but here's a serious story not relating to football at all. By the way, I did I, I posted up a football post yesterday about whether or not I call him Coach Prime or Deion Sanders. And I looked at the stats last night. Well, I didn't. I Somebody told me about the stats on it, somebody that helps me admin the page. And guess what? It's one of the, most, it's one of the hottest posts we've had in like a month. Uh, some of it's people convincing, I can't believe you're talking about sports. I hate you. And But it does get some interaction. So I just kind of find that interesting. People say, nobody listens to you for talking about sports. Well, evidently, people like to talk about sports and sound off on whether you call him Coach Prime or Deion Sanders. Nothing personal. I choose not to do the Coach Prime thing. It's Coach Deion to me. Anyway, that post is still active on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Jimmy Lakey fan page. The serious real news story, I find this interesting. Sometimes numbers are interesting. I don't get into the poll numbers much about the election coming up in November of 2024 because it's just too far away. I mean, if you're a Republican if in the presidential race, it looks pretty decent for you. But that's so far away. It's, you know, it's not even time to start spiking footballs or measuring the drapes or anything. It's a long ways away. And I'm, I try to be as pragmatic as possible. I do think that tomorrow... 
one of the reasons that Gavin Newsom is spending all the time, effort, and energy I talked about, it's not easy for Gavin Newsom to go on Fox News' Sean Hannity show and have a head-to-head debate with Ron DeSantis. It takes effort. It takes energy. He has nothing really to gain with 99% of probably the people watching Fox News. It's not like anybody watching Fox News is going to go, wow, I'm going to vote for Gavin Newsom instead of Ron DeSantis or uh, Nikki Haley or the orange guy. I, I'm, I'm, it's prob- What he's doing, and I heard an analyst put it like this, he's fighting to be the top dog in the bullpen. And that's the only reason that Gavin Newsom has to be out there is that he wants to be in the bullpen that just in case old Joe can't cross the finish line and uh, has um, continues to show decline mentally and somehow either decides or it is decided that he should step aside. Gavin's trying to say, listen, I'm already in the battle. I'm not having to ramp up a campaign. I'm already taking on these dastardly, mean, ugly Republicans. I sat across the table and I took on Ron DeSantis. And I think that's probably a good analysis because I asked the question, uh, DeSantis has everything to gain. DeSantis is probably expecting that he's going to be higher up in the polls right now. He's like 47 days, 46 days away or so from an Iowa caucus. <laughs> and uh, everybody thought he might give Trump a run for his money, but so far not. And, and so DeSantis has can get attention of a, lo- a big audience right in front of him and uh, maybe persuade some of them Iowa voters according to analysts kind of break and choose at the last minute so DeSantis is a smart play on his part politically if he wants to uh, make a good showing in Iowa against Donald J Trump who uh, currently leads in the Iowa polls now uh, Gavin Newsom doesn't have anything really to gain except that he wants to be top in the bullpen so I don't look a lot at the polls though all that said I don't look a lot at the polls right now in the presidential race it is interesting to see what's happening in uh, in, in Iowa that's only 40 days away but uh, trying to navigate or jockey or score or predict what's going to happen next November in the United States of America, I think is a fool's errand, and I think it's kind of a waste of time. And anytime talk show hosts start doing that, I tend to tune out because it's so far away. I remember Limbaugh uh, when it was some of the Donald Trump re-election. Uh, the poll numbers were good, the economy was good, and I remember old Rush, the late Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul. Uh, Limbaugh said, "We don't even really know." the issues that will be facing in the public in that November election. And Rush, in his infinite wisdom, was actually correct, and he was kind of avoiding a lot of prognostication about that 2020 campaign uh, for the very same reason I say I am. We don't even know what the issues are going to really be first and foremost on people's mind. And he was right. We had a little a little, a little booger cootie virus uh, called the COVID-19 slipped up. And that was really the big topic of the 2020 election. And uh, that's <laughs> that's that changed everything. And, and so I, I don't look at the November numbers. However, okay, all that said, I want to look at some numbers that are out in a poll today that 55%, 55% of all voters think that uh, Secretary Mayorkas, who's over Homeland Security, should be impeached. Um, that's for his handling of the border crisis, the open border. His has uh, not done himself service testifying in front of, uh, not done himself justice testifying in front of the hallowed halls of Congress. Uh, 55% of all voters want Mayorkas impeached. Now, what's interesting about that number is when you break it out, it's a news story this morning, is that 43% of those, that uh, 43% of all Democrats also say Mayorkas got to go. 
That is a large number of Democrats wanting someone in their cabinet or their administration's cabinet to go. So watch that one, my friends. It could be, and I'm not sure... Again, heading into an election year, there's a lot of other issues that uh, the Congress has to deal with. But Mayorkas is evidently not a real popular cat in America, and that's even amongst those in his own party. I just found that a very very interesting statistic that even 43% of Democrats with a margin of error that could take that up to about 47% if I'm looking at it right. Uh, Democrats say, yeah, Mayorkas needs to go. So that's an interesting story. I'll break down that poll a little bit more in the program. But I throw that out there as some of the breaking news you'll probably hear discussed during the day. On a more fun note, today is National Throw Out Your Leftovers Day. If you have that turkey and that dressing and that all that leftover from Thanksgiving, it's time to say, hey, hey, ho, ho, all my leftovers got to go. Throw it out like Mayorkas. Get it out of there. Uh, because uh, it's National Leftovers Day. You want to avoid the old salmonella or whatever grows in your refrigerator. I had a friend yesterday say, hey, tonight's the last day of leftovers, and then it's going to the freezer. Any leftover turkey that I have, and I'll bring it out a couple of months because I'm sick and tired of turkey. So as a public service announcement and as a warning, today is National Leftovers Day in America. National Throw Out Your Leftovers Day. Get rid of them. Uh, If they've been sitting in there since Thanksgiving, uh, it's probably time to uh, make a different determination about their future and some of that may be the trash can maybe you got some meat you can freeze or what have you but you get the idea take care of your family and your health you don't want to be sick um, throw out your leftovers day that is a national holiday today not really a holiday but it's one of those days like national hamburger day national taco day and today is national throw out your leftovers day and if you don't throw out your leftovers tomorrow may be national throw up day so you want to be very careful about getting rid of the leftovers today just warning you uh, don't say i didn't warn you if you're hugging the porcelain god tomorrow uh, because of uh, bad leftovers in the next couple of days. Uh, Don't come looking for me. Don't blame me. I warned you that you had to throw those leftovers out. I, I gave you a clear warning I did. All right. Oh, this is a story, and we've talked about it the last couple of days. For the way, if you're new to the show, first segment of the show, I kind of go through some of the stuff we're going to cover. We kind of have, uh, throw a bunch of topics out there and just kind of give you a review of the news to get your day going while you're um, starting up the car and maybe stopping by the 7-Eleven to get yourself a cup of coffee or whatever you're doing. Uh, good morning. I, here's a story that we've talked about this week. We had Sherry Python with Complete Colorado Earlier this week, you can find that interview at JimmyLakey.com, J-I-M-M-Y-L-A-K-E-Y. You can um, find the interview, and she does the story about how the urban renewal credits that Loveland, uh, and the, the, there's a, the South Centera project, which is the southwest corner of I-25 and US-34. They're in Loveland, and it's the opposite side of the original Sentara project, which is most of you know where that project is. It's got a lot of restaurants and shops and movie theater over there. And that is on the northeast corner. And you go cattywampus across, you're going to go to the southwest corner. That's still Loveland. And that's been a vacant lot for the most part, farmland. Uh, There's an uh, old school hotel uh, there and there's a gas station. I think that's pretty much about it until you get down uh, further on 34 to the to the car dealerships. It's a pretty open space. Well, McWinney Company, uh, the McWinneys have uh, had that land. They have uh, had approval to develop that land by the Loveland City Council. 
And there's been a move in Loveland to say, we don't like this McWinnie project. We don't want to develop that area and what have you. Well, Sherry Pipe and I broke that down because there's a new city council and the new city council, along with some ballot initiatives uh, this earlier this month in November, uh, made it more difficult to develop that project. And the city council of Loveland <clears throat> had decided they were going to rescind some of the previous approvals. And Sherry Pyfe and I talked about it. You can hear that interview at JimmyLakey.com, JimmyLakey.com, J-I-M-M-Y-L-A-K-E-Y, JimmyLakey.com. Uh, you can hear the Sherry Pyfe project uh, conversation as she breaks down the project and breaks down the recent happenings in the development of what they call Sentara South. Well, <clears throat> She said yeah, the McWinnies have a heck of a lot of money tied into this thing, and the developing companies, McWinnie Incorporated, and they got a lot of money put in here. They've got a lot of approvals. And for the city of Loveland to come back and say, never mind, we're changing the rules after the game has started, that's not going to leave them happy, and it's probably going to go to court. Well, sure enough, right on cue, <clears throat> yesterday evening, Breaking news hit the Coloradoan. I read the Coloradoan in all the papers, so you don't have to. The Coloradoan.com. Sentara developer McWinnie Incorporated on Tuesday filed a lawsuit against the city of Loveland after the city council rescinded approval of McWinnie's Sentara South Development and Master Financing Agreement last week. And that's right on cue what Sherry Pipe said is going to happen. Uh, McWinnie has said it has spent $10 million already on Sentara South and thus far, after the Loveland Urban Renewal Authority and the City Council approved a 140-acre project in May, and the master financing agreement got pro uh, <clears throat> approved in October and then prior to the November election. The lawsuit was filed yesterday in the Larimer County District Court. It's seeking a court order to stop the City of Loveland from taking any further action against reversing the approvals. This is, again, at the Coloradoan headline there, big big letters on the uh, homepage. The law, Coloradoan.com, by the way. The lawsuit alleges the reversal was illegal, unconstitutional, political, and it was a move engineered by Loveland Mayor Jackie Marsh and three newly elected council members after apparently conferring with these new members off the record and believing she now had five votes in hand, Mayor Jackie Marsh added two motions to the city council's agenda yesterday and repealed the May resolutions that enable the Sentara South de development. And so McWinney is taking Mayor Marsh and uh, Loveland to court, and this is going to get real interesting because McWinney says, hey, we, we've spent a lot of money, millions of dollars on this development. We're ready to go. You've already approved it. You give it we've gone through two different approval processes. You've approved it, and now that we're ready to start breaking the ground and start really moving, you say, oh, never mind. Uh, McWinney says, we got $10 million into this, and we got your approval, and we have your signature here. And just because something changed on the election, Mayor Marsh, doesn't mean that you get to go back on the word that was given to us by the city of Loveland. Uh, procedurally, the council did not uh, provide a required 30-day public notice to have an amendment. So uh, they just brought it up last night at the uh, Tuesday city council meeting, and <clears throat> Uh, they said, you're supposed to have a 30-day public notice for any amendment to an urban renewal plan. It didn't submit the motions for voter approval as required uh, by the newly adopted ballot question uh, 301, according to the lawsuit. So the lawsuit says, hey, uh, Mayor Marsh, <clears throat> Loveland City Council, 
You're out of control. You, some of you newly elected, uh, newfangled members might not like this project, but there's rules and there's regulations that protect us here, and you have violated them last night at the Loveland City Council meeting. So everybody stay tuned to that story. That's going to get real interesting, and even if you don't live in Loveland, you will know that project is happening. It's going to be a big development, and Loveland is backing out and screwing over the McWinnies, is what the McWinney company says, and McWinney says, we're not going to stand for this stuff, not at all. If you want to get more of the background of it, feel free to go to JimmyLakey.com, J-I-M-M-Y-L-A-K-E-Y, JimmyLakey.com, and you will find more of that story uh, with the interview with Sherry Pipe. And right now, lead story on the Colorado and is a lawsuit uh, that's breaking out because McWinney says, hey, the city council and Mayor Jackie Marsh are not being very nice players here, and they're they're breaking the law and the Constitution, etc. So uh, follow that big-time story there. That's a local story we'll continue to cover. Uh, I also have this. It's interesting. I, anybody remember the song Imagine by John Lennon? Uh, it's a beautiful song, and, and yet some people uh, by um, some people say that they don't like this song. I've, I've heard this throughout the years, that some people don't like this song because it says, Imagine a world... Uh, let's see, it was released in 1971. Let me see if I have the lyric here. I know I know, I have it somewhere in my stack. I printed it out. Uh, <clears throat> I know I have it here in my... Uh, it's over here. It, there's a line in there that basically says, uh, imagine no religion. They're basically saying, hey, the world's going to be better if we all just kind of uh, link together as one, live for today, uh, people living in peace, imagine no countries, uh, no religion, everybody could live life in peace. You may say that I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us and the world will be as one. Well, so a lot of folks don't like that song because you like your country, you like your religion, you like your Jesus, you like your Buddha. Uh, I don't want to imagine a world without religion because um, religion is my hope. It's my it's my sanity. It's my grounding force. So some people I know throughout the years have said that, that song is nice and it's feel good, but uh, that's the dumbest part ever of the John Lennon. Maybe he was on the dope when he said he wrote that. Imagine no countries. It isn't hard to do. Nothing to kill or die for and no religion too. Imagine all the people living life in peace as if <clears throat> as if religion is the problem of the world. Uh, you know, there are some problematic religions and problematic beliefs, but I believe that uh, religion, especially the one I believe in, is the hope of the world. But hey, so some people don't like that song, all right? Yesterday at the memorial service for Rosalind Carter, <clears throat> it raised some eyebrows because one of the songs that was sung and the prelim on this whole thing was there's going to be a lot of hymns and uh, classical music at the Rosalind Carter Memorial, but Trisha Yearwood, and I love Trisha Yearwood and Garth Brooks, both country music stars, showed up and they sang a song. And the song that they sang was imagined by John Lennon. And some people raised their eyebrows and said, I wonder, does, does Jimmy Carter know? Jimmy Carter, by the way, a very religious guy. Remember, taught Sunday school up until recent years at the Plains Georgia Baptist Church. And they were very religious people, uh, very devout evangelical Christians, very devout evangelical Christians. And here, Trisha Yearwood and Garth Brooks sing the song, Imagine, about, hey, if there's no religion, we could all get along. So I just, it is kind of interesting. And it makes me wonder, and I didn't see the entire song. I have an extra and I'll play for you. I'm sure it's beautiful. It is a beautiful song, but that line 
has a lot of times caused people to go, uh, I don't want to imagine no borders. I don't want to imagine no religion. I want I, I want everybody to live in peace and harmony and goodwill and kumbaya, but come on. Uh, let me do that in the next segment. I'm looking at the clock, and I'm going to run short on time here uh, to be able to play this. But I got the Trisha Yearwood Garth Brooks excerpt of them singing Imagine, and uh, just interesting choice of songs for a, a, a uh, a service that was touted that was going to have hymns and classical music. Uh, you know, I think Trisha Yearwood and Garth Brooks might come out and sing Amazing Grace or some hymn of the church, but they didn't. They came out and sang a John Lennon song, and some people thought that was interesting for the 99, 97-year-old Rosalind Carter. Anyway, I it is interesting. I do find that interesting because that, that line in that song doesn't seem to match up with Jimmy Carter, but I don't know. You know, he's got grandkids and great-grandkids. Maybe they picked it. I don't know. I'll play the excerpt of it in the next segment of Trisha Yearwood and Garth Brooks singing. Everybody stay tuned. It's hump day. We're halfway to Friday, my friends. Hallelujah. Jimmy Lakey behind the microphone. And thanks for listening to The Lakey Show on 600 KCOL. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. All right, welcome to the program. An interesting interview. I have the audio I'll try to get to. I got a lot of guests coming up on the program today. Uh, on the Sean Hannity program last night, the television show, not the radio show, you had a uh, James Comer from the House Oversight Committee uh, explaining his response to um, Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden said, hey, I want to testify in front of the House Oversight Committee, but I'm only going to do a public hearing. And James Comer, interesting explanation, because we kind of opined as it was breaking news yesterday morning, what's the reason of that, uh, other than he just wants to uh, try to show that this is unfair and it's a political thing and a political theater. And uh, that's that's a good strategy, I guess. Uh, Comer on the Hannity show said, yeah, we'll do a public hearing if he wants to do that. He says, but uh, 
every public hearing like this is uh, supposed to, by the rules, you got to have the deposition. So that private meeting was supposed to be a deposition in which both sides of the aisle and every member of Congress gets to ask all the questions behind closed doors, get honest answers under oath. And then if he wants a public hearing after that, we were we were going to stop at the um, we, we hadn't asked for a public hearing. But it's a public hearing. But we got to do the deposition first. And Comer says, listen, we're not trying to rush to judgment. We're not trying to um, expedite some kind of a action against him. This is not some witch hunt. We want to have a deposition. Let's find out the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. And let's do it behind closed doors. But if he wants a public hearing after the deposition, but our subpoena is an official legal document and subpoenas are basically you're, you're subpoenaed in and you're compelled to come in and it starts with a deposition. That's just how the system works. And uh, he, so Comer, interesting explanation. Comer said, now you got to do the subpoena first, period, the end. Uh, you got to do the deposition first, and that's just how it works. It's always worked that way in the hallowed halls of Congress, and it shall always continue to work that way in the hallowed halls of Congress. So uh, I'll play some of that audio. I thought Comer did a, a good job explaining his thought of why he says, yeah, we'll do a public hearing, but not so fast there. Uh, we subpoena you. You don't get to set the terms of how we're going to do this. Here's the process. It's always been the process in America. It's always been the process for uh, congressional inquiries, and we're going to continue to let that be the process. So uh, there could be a standoff going on real soon between Abby Levine, the uh, Hunter Biden uh, attorney, and uh, the House Oversight Committee. But the subpoena is out there, and it is a legal document, and it has been requested, and uh, his his appearance is being compelled to say, hey, you got to come. And, yeah, if you want the public spectacle, if you want that, uh, more power to you. We can give, we can provide that for you. We're Congress. We're good at three-ring circuses, right? We, we, we're good at that. We, we're good at uh, acting like clowns. And we'll do that on the spotlights. We'll do primetime hearing, give it whatever you want, but you got to do this the deposition first all right a quick question for you it's not it's just inquiring inquiring minds want to go uh the song by john lennon's become famous sometimes on american idol at least once or twice a season somebody decides to sing it and the the the, the lyrics are this and i just find it a curious uh a uh, song choice at a Jimmy Carter run. Uh, his wife passed away, obviously, and rest her soul. Uh, very sweet lady. Very uh, the post presidency of Jimmy Carter. I think everyone can agree uh, was quite gr- good. A, a good man, a good woman, and uh, we need more people like that that just give back and serve humanity with humility and grace. And I, I think Carter did that. I and mean, he might have occasionally said something I disagree with, or um, you know, whatever. But he was a good guy. And Rosalind was a, a great lady, and it's uh, missed. The world will miss them. The country will judge them, I think, positively because of the post-presidency of just how he stayed out of the fray and said, I'm not here to uh, bicker about the orange man or bicker about George W. Bush or uh, jump out there on the campaign trail for Bill Clinton. He didn't do any of that. He just said, I'm going to serve Plains, Georgia. I'm going to build homes for humanity and houses for humanity and i'm going to build homes for poor and i'm just going to serve people i think i I find a a lot of dignity in that and i i I commend it but yesterday at the rosalind carter memorial a john lennon song was performed and again it's it's not a life or death issue but it's just interesting to me that uh, who picked it uh, the song begins, Imagine There's No Heaven. Uh, now, Jimmy Carter taught Sunday school in the Baptist Church in Plains, Georgia for the longest time, preaching that there is a heaven, and uh, you want to imagine what heaven's like, Not that there's not a heaven. Uh, it's easy if you try. No hell below, above us only the sky. Imagine all the people living for today. 
Uh, it goes on. Imagine there's no country. It's not hard to do and no religion too. imagine all the people living in peace. You may say I'm a dreamer. I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us and the world will be as one. So the song is basically all about, hey, all these things that uh, we disagree about religion and our country's borders and uh, whether there's heaven or hell. We ought to just forgo all that. And uh, let's just dream that none of that exists. And if that doesn't exist, then we can all live at peace. I'm a dreamer, but I just wish that didn't exist. Imagine there's no possessions. I wonder if you can. No need for greed or hunger, a brotherhood of man. So it's creating a utopia based around the goodness of man, uh, which is kind of antithetical to the the Christian message that the, the goodness of man is non-existent. And it, 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 there, there's flashes of it, but all of us are sinners, and we have the need for a God uh, to come in and send his only son to rescue us and uh, give us forgiveness because we're sinners, uh, all sinners separated from God. As the book of Romans says, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So this song is basically say, hey, we can do this on our own if we could just imagine. We can all, we, we, we can, we can, we're not short of the glory of God. We just have to come together and uh, do that. I'm a dreamer. Maybe I'm the only one. I hope we'll all start to live as one and put all the silly beliefs that we have beside us. And, and so some folks don't really like that song. It's very nice. You want to sing Kumbaya, light a candle, hold up your Bic lighter and sway. But the message of the song is uh, in somewhat antithetical to <clears throat> probably what Jimmy Carter believed and taught in Sunday school. Well, Trisha Yearwood and Garth Brooks sing. Uh, it, maybe it's just one of those songs that it just means well and it, just forget it. It's not a big deal. I just found I just find it interesting. It's not a condemnation. It's not. I'm not living in consternation. But this is Trisha Yearwood and Garth Brooks singing the song uh, "Imagine." at Rosalind Carter's tribute yesterday at the Methodist Church in Atlanta, Georgia. And again, I just find it curious because if you read the song, it really is, hey, uh, we can do this on our own. We don't need God. We don't need a higher power. We, we're dreaming, but hey, let's put all that stuff behind us and let's uh, let's find a way forward. I, I just find it interesting. I, I like cultural observation. And I'm thinking that probably uh, the, the 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 day many 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 hopefully years from now that my memorial service might happen, uh, probably not the best choice choice of of songs at my memorial service. <clears throat> but Trisha and Garth they did a great job. I, I like Trisha Yearwood. I like Garth Brooks. My early days of radio, I got to introduce some music by them because I did country music radio for just a small smidgen of time, and then they said I talked too much and I had to go to the talk radios. I was punished. They said go to the, go to the AM side. You get over there. You yap too much. You got to play the Trisha Yearwood, the Garth Brooks, the Shania Twain's. You got to play that stuff. And I didn't. I talked. And they put me to the AM side of the hall and um, told me to put my nose in the corner. And my nose has been in the corner on AM's every since. All right, here we go. Trisha Yearwood, Garth Brooks at Rosalind Carter's tribute service, a snippet of the song. Imagine all the people sharing all the world. You, you may say I'm a dreamer. Someday you'll join us, and the world will live as one. 
Uh, it's a great message. I want the world to live as one, get along. But the uh, some of the lines controversial, and that was at the Rosalind Carter Memorial. Uh, that's not the hymns and classical music I was expecting. It's just an observation. Find it peculiar. Trisha Yearwood Garth Brooks did a good job harmonically there. They really did. Hey, if you were going to sell your home, maybe you want to get uh, a bigger home, a smaller home. Maybe you're moving out of state. Maybe you're trying to get into the state of Colorado. Uh, listen, you're ready for real estate transactions, but you're kind of wondering about the market right now. You need to make a phone call. He'll answer all your questions and give you the answers and the insights you need. It's my friend Rob Kittle of Rob Kittle Real Estate, their Kittle team. A lot of experience, just expertise in making sure, first of all, you make the right moves, uh, your home sells for top dollar, and you're happy at the end of the whole uh, the whole interaction. RobKittle.com. This is who I would call if I was going to sell the house of Lakey today. Maybe you're thinking about selling in the spring, maybe a real estate transaction. Then you say, well, I'll deal with it then. No, get ahead of the game. Start uh, talking about the strategy that you can start putting in place and uh, any repairs that need to be done. By the way, if you don't want all that hassle of open house and repairs, Rob Kittle can give you an instant cash offer right now in less than 60 seconds on his website. Rob Kittle, K-I-T-T-L-E, robkittle.com. Another option he has for you is uh, 72 hours. Uh, He'll give you three offers. RobKittle.com. He's my guy. RobKittle.com. 970-GET-SOLD. Tell him Jimmy Lakey told you to be in touch. All right, stand by. I got a break. News Talk 600 KCOL. All right, Linda jumped in on the email. If you want to email me, Jimmy Lakey at iHeartMedia.com. Jimmy Lakey at iHeartMedia.com. I know everybody's busy and everybody likes different ways to contact. Linda's a good emailer. Jimmy Lakey at iHeartMedia.com. My phone number, by the way, is 866-888-5449. I'm a words guy, right? I'm a words guy. Words matter, and words have consequences. I speak and talk for a living, whether behind a microphone or a speaking engagement or whatever. Um, words matter, and so I, I listen to songs. I listen to music, and I, I think a lot of folks don't know that, 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 that there's messages there, and I just find that peculiar message of Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood basically saying, we got to get rid of this religion nonsense and uh, uh, b- 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 believe that we can all live in one, and uh, th- that's different than what the Bible teaches. So It's a, still a nice song. Don't get me wrong. I love it when they sing it on American Idol and I hold my Bic lighter up. I, it's beautiful, but it's still the message behind it. It can be a beautiful song and not necessarily have a message that <clears throat> you would think that the Carter, at least Jimmy and Rosalind probably stood for, but I am guessing, I'm guessing Jimmy Carter was not necessarily in the song selection committee at the, uh, for the funeral or for the memorial service, probably kids and grandkids, but it's just peculiar is all I say. Uh, Linda jumped in on the email, Jimmy Lakey at iHeartMedia.com. Uh, didn't John Lennon also say that the Beatles were more popular than Jesus? It ended up with the Beatles' mass record smashing and burning. I do recall he said that. I don't. Re- the Beatles were really before my time uh, in their heyday, well before my time. And so, yeah, but I've, I've seen the quote that uh, John Lennon did say, yeah, we're more popular than that Jesus character. So it just, it's not a condemnation of it. Uh, Rosalind Carter, rest her soul, she's a beautiful lady. I think she leaves behind a fantastic legacy, but it does show you that if you don't have everything lined out in advance, and even if you do have it all lined out in advance for your services, somebody else might hijack it. 
Let me ask you this. What's the one artist that if your family wanted to get back at you, uh, the one song or the one artist that they would play at your memorial or the one thing they would do? Um, I just, I'm just curious. Uh, what's the one thing that they would do that you would say, don't do that. Please don't play that song. Please not them. No, no, I don't want that. I, I can't think of I'll Put that to thought. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Imagine's probably not the song. I mean, it's a beautiful message, but when you break down the message, it's just different than the message that uh, they probably live by. So uh, I'm sure there was no harm intended, but it's just a peculiar cultural observation. And it actually is another great way for me to memorialize Rosalind Carter. And God bless her. God rest her soul. She's, uh, I, as a Christian, because I didn't put by my religion, I kept it. I believe Rosalind's in a much better place. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, everybody, on that note, <laughs> let's take a break. Let's go to the top of the hour. News, traffic, and weather is coming up. And then we're going to come back with Steve Laffey. SteveLaffey.com, our good friend Steve. Yeah, you remember Steve, right? Yeah, he's, he's on the show next. 600 KCOL. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.